Welcome to Roots and Graffiti Season 2, a short chat diving into the happenings of Jasper County, Indiana. Episode topics range from project announcements to conversations about rule issues. Hosted by the Jasper Newton Foundation and the Jasper County Economic Development Organization, together we explore and break down what's happening here in Jasper County. Uh, so my name is Megan Inskeep. I originally moved to this area about um, almost 11 years ago now and um, as a veterinarian uh, working in the area with livestock. And then start, we started our family here and um, Adam and I met through our having our kids at the youth center, which of course were greatly affected by that three years ago when it closed down and, and that kind of you know, where the conversation started around Appleseed and and now has progressed to where we are today. And I'm Adam Allison. I'm president of Appleseed Childhood Education, small farmer, North Rensselaer, farm 400 acres. And like Megan said, my wife and I and our family, my wife, Carly, some of you probably ran into her around town. She knows more people than I do now. We were greatly affected by uh, families JCYC closing three years ago. And after it did said, hey, is there, is there a better way to fix this problem or fix this issue that seems to continue to haunt Rensselaer and Jasper County? And that's the lack of um, financially sustainable, high-quality child care. One thing led to another. Many conversations with Carly and I started reaching out to Bree, reached out to Stephen, formed Appleseed Childhood Education in January of 2020. The worst time ever to start a nonprofit, but we've persevered. We've made a lot of progress. We're now getting to the point where we're looking forward to execute our first project, which is a 75 seat high quality early childhood education center in Rensselaer. Our, our board is currently made up of five individuals that, that have, I mean, effectively they've decided to live in Rensselaer and decided to live in Jasper County. And, you know, our, our board is. Megan and myself, uh, Roberta Gutwein, uh, Cliff Robinson, and Addie Sherrick. Between all of us, we, for whatever reason, and whatever those reasons are, we've all decided to live here. I think Megan would agree with this statement. There's things that we all want the place that we live to be just a little bit better than it is right now. And that, that's a very open-ended thing. It, but at the end of the day, it's an optimistic thing, mm-hmm. right? And the thing that we've all decided that us as a board and what one of the things we care about is saying hey how do we how do we bring high quality early childhood education to jasper county and that's actually a pretty complicated question but we think we have a model that's different and we think we have a model that will work for the long term where we all don't have to have this conversation again in another five years because there's an because we failed and somebody else has to try to figure out this problem again you know, the model that we're using and the, the big linchpin behind it is that we we're, we have a partnership with an entity that will come called Right Steps Child Development Centers and manage the day-to-day operations of our center in Rensselaer. That's the linchpin. That is the thing that's different. You know, from our perspective as a board, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have Right Steps support and if they weren't along with us every minute and every moment on this in the past 18 months. You, I know, Adam, you moved back. This isn't the only reason you moved back, but you have farm, you, you moved back for farm ground. Like you moved yeah. back to, yeah, to be a farmer, to be yeah. a farmer, um, family connections there. So Megan, why, why are you and Brian here? Like, what'd you come back here for? I, don't, <laughs> I remember Brian from high school and his whole family being here. So, um, you guys have set up shop here. So sure. 
Sure. Yeah. So, so like I said, I mean, Brian and I met here and he's from this area. Mm-hmm. He uh, <laughs> it doesn't have any intentions to leave. I don't yeah. think <laughs> ever. So, so it's just where we've decided to raise our family, but we, I mean, we love the area, the rural atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. The people are great. You know, I mean, it's just other than the January and February temperatures. Um, I, I love it here too. So it's, it's just a place that, that we've decided we want to stay and, and raise our family here. Your board is made up of other young professional families. And then I know um, Berta Gutwine and her family, they own businesses here. So I would say you have a great board that's like literally has skin in the game. It matters that our community is successful. It matters that our schools are successful. It, like That matters to every single one of you. It's kind of cool. We're lucky. Yeah. We're lucky, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and, and Brian's been able to start his business here, and so yeah. we're, we're tied to the area, too, from that standpoint. Just really think this is a, a great area to, to raise our kids, and, and we're excited about the, the things that are already here available for kids and for families and just want to see that grow, continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Stephen and I talk about this a lot. High quality early childhood education is not just school and it's not just babysitting. The lack of this in our area is a workforce issue with larger employers that, that we've talked with. And, and then with our schools knowing that we have a significant number of students who are not kindergarten ready when they go to school. And when you're that far behind by five, it is difficult, if impossible, to catch up. You know, as an economic development organization, when I first sat down with you, Adam, and, and Carly, and we didn't really know each other at the time when I, we took that first meeting, we were talking about yeah. it, and we were talking about early child education. For me, as an economic development professional, I see this as two things for our workforce, and, and it's sort of the now and then the future. There's a reason why when we were in our workforce development committee meeting, childcare was brought up because we have parents that are in the workforce who need their children to go somewhere so they can go to work and and be a productive employee of the organization that they work for, right? So there's that immediate need where young families, young parents who, who need to work because we live in an environment today where both parents have to work for the most part. That's the world that we live in. There needs to be somewhere before kindergarten for those children to go. Otherwise, it's very difficult for those parents or for, yeah, for those parents to, to work before that. The other thing is that this, you know, early child education is literally the, the baseline, the very beginning of workforce development, right? And that the younger we get to these children, the, the, the earlier we're able to shape their minds, the more productive, you know, individuals they can become in the long run, they contribute to our community. And that there's, there's data that shows that they, you know, they learn better throughout the education career and that they can, you know, they can be contributing members of our, our community in the long run. And so this is, you know, early child education is really the, the right now and the, and the future because we're looking at not just the, the people who are currently employed and getting them to work reliably, not worrying about childcare, but also creating future workforce in the long run. And that, that's a huge point that I think a lot of people miss because you start talking about early childhood education and and a lot of people may not have a need for for a child care center if they don't have young kids or even if they have young kids and they are able to stay at home with them they can they can easily glaze over this topic of childhood education but when you when you consider that piece of it Stephen how it's it's not just for kids that need somewhere to go while their parents are working yeah there's so much more to it than that it it's about the long-term effects of of how to improve this area, the people in this area, how to, how to give them a better starting point. And we want everyone to have it. 
Like we want everyone to have the opportunity. You had mentioned that we live in a, you know, the, the nature of our, our communities now is that both both parents are, are working. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to work. I didn't have to, but I, I mean, I, I want to be that I want to be that professional person and be, and have those options for my kid, my kids now 14 and in high school. But I, I mean, the, we had a struggle. My parents still work. I don't have a backup plan and um, there's no backup there. So we we made it work and obviously I have a functioning human that I call my own. It's all good. But um, I can't imagine having, you know, more kids and with you know my parents age still working longer you don't have that you know parent backup I guess not to mention the stress that it puts on families as you try and navigate those challenges when your your child care falls through or you know you you last minute have to come up with with something else to make sure your your kids are taken care of so that you can do your job. It, it, it's a lot of stress on, on families. Mm-hmm. I view it that in 2021, communities the size of Rensselaer, if we're going to attract people to move here in the future as well, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if we want to be a place that people and young families want to move to, because it is, I mean, we all live in this area and we've all decided to, and it, it is a great place to, it is a wonderful place to raise children. Yes. It is a wonderful place to live, right? Like love where you live, right, Brie? I yes, mean, like, love like, where like, you live. yes. I, and we do. Yes. And we all do. However, it's hard to, it's hard to show somebody that isn't from this area that like, it is a really great place to live. We have to, but we have to have things that, that attract them here. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, young families with either, right, single parent or two parent households, whatever that looks like, right? We've got to have the infrastructure that exists to say, you can move here, you can live here, you you can, right? The wife can have her job, the husband can have his job. You don't have to rely on grandparents. You don't have to actually have a connection to this area to move here because we have the infrastructure in place to say that your young children will be one, the baseline is obviously taken care of, right, in, in mm-hmm. an extremely competent manner. But the second part of this is is that there is education available for your young child. Mm-hmm. That's something that I think that we as a place, whether it's Rensselaer, Demott, Newton County, right, all of these rural areas, like we have to have that sort of infrastructure in place to attract more people to live here. Even beyond the attraction to stop declining in population mm-hmm. right because the, our census data has shown over the last 10 years we have again and we did the the 10 years before that we have to have these services and amenities that families specifically young families um, because the census data also shows that we're aging in population yes. right so we're doing the two things that aren't good when it comes to what our population how, how it should be going right we're we're getting older and there's less of us and so in order to reverse those trends to be a community that sustains itself, we have to have the things that young families have in need. And child care is just one of those things, right? There, oh, are, just, there are other things, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> but, it, but it's an important piece of that yes. puzzle and something that it's hard to convince people of how great our community is if we don't have those things. We do love where we live and we do have... There are some really great in-home care providers. Yeah, the, we've, this has never been a mission to take out anyone who loves children and is taking care of them in their home. No, I will explicitly say that there's an infrastructure that already exists yes. in Jasper County for, for providing child care, and those people are the people that do it. 
it's it is in-home providers it is grandparents it is aunts and uncles it is friends right they all they all do it Mm -hmm. right and and all that we want to offer all what we're offering is just an alternative right it's it's another it's it's diverse it's diversifying the option because if i moved into a community and didn't know anyone i would want my child at a center a regulated center with curriculum in place and not someone down the street that I don't know and have zero connection to like just moving there. So to have to attract those young families to come, we need to have those diversity of options and we don't have that currently. I I completely agree. I mean, and I may be a little biased, but we use one of the best in-home providers that, that I think is, you know, exists in Rensselaer and she's amazing, Mm -hmm. but she can only have so many kids. Right. And that's the problem. Most of the, people I'm aware of that provide childcare from their home are full. Mm-hmm. If they're full, there's, there's nowhere else for these kids to go. Right. I mean, Megan, I, you shoot me a text about once a, once every couple of weeks where you're like, Hey, I saw like, there's, you know, somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook, or I saw this on social media where there's a, where there's a, a, a working mother that's bemoaning the fact that her childcare fell through. Right. <laughs> and like, and All then, the time. and we get them off of the Appleseed website too. Or like they ask, what do we do? What do I do? Right. What do I do? Wow. And I hate getting those because like, I hate getting those yeah. I, because we need like, because I want to say like, I want to be able to say right at some point that here's the contact info for the, for the director of the center and of our center in Rensselaer, reach out to them. We'll get you taken care of. I look forward to the day that we can do that we could talk about the need for it all day because there's just a lot of talking points and there's not like, there's no end to that conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause unfortunately there are still pockets of people who would disagree. They tend to be of certain demographics that might be the demographics we were talking about in this, the census data, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us about you, you, you're an organization that's not been around for very long and there isn't a childcare center yet open. What have you guys been doing for the last year to get to the point where you can open one? What's, what's been the legwork and talk about what's left to get to that, to get over that hump. So one of, one of the first things that Appleseed is trying to do, and, and we touched on this a little bit, but is to increase the awareness around what Appleseed is, what the mission is, and, and the need for childcare. That's been easy. People recognize the need. As we go in to talk to employers or potential supporters of this center, the need is already known. So we've increased the the awareness around Appleseed. And and then the next step is working towards getting this center open, getting support from the community, getting um, all the pieces in place, a building, someone to operate the center that's experienced in the childcare space and the funding. So those are the three pieces now mm-hmm. that we are working towards. We've covered the operator side. So Right Steps Child Development Centers has been a partner of ours since day one. Who is, who is Right Steps? Right so Step, for anyone who may not know listening. So Right Steps Child Development Centers is a nonprofit organization based out of Lafayette. All they do is they operate and manage high quality early childhood education centers. Traditionally, their footprint has been in Tippecanoe County. Mm-hmm. In the last 18 months, they have expanded their geographical reach to Jasper and Newton counties. So currently, they also manage the day-to-day operations of the one licensed child care center in Jasper County, which is in Remington. Mm-hmm. It's a growing patch learning center. Renee Overbeck, who was on this last year, right, 
that's her organization. And then also through the efforts of the Jasper Newton Foundation and Bree, Bree was the spearhead of this next thing we're going to talk about. And some other really great people in Newton County. There's a bunch of There's awesome, a yes. Group of, yeah, Sorry, I, yes, that's right, Bree. I apologize. <laughs> I, you're exactly right about that. Like there, there was a similar initiative in Newton County that started a couple of years ago, yes. and the 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 end of that was the opening of a 28 seat center in Goodland, Indiana, last October. And Right Steps Child Development Centers is the operator of that center as well. That's all background. Right Steps. Having the partnership with an experienced operator is the linchpin of all of, of, of this from a model perspective, like taking a big picture that running and operating a licensed child care center in Indiana is extremely difficult, extremely regulatory, fairly yes. burdensome, which I don't have. I know I'm a farmer. All farmers are supposed to be against regulation, right? But I get it. We're like, we need to have, right, it's kids. There's little humans involved. Exactly. Course, right? It's probably good that it's of not course. the wild, wild west. Right? Yes. It's, <laughs> That's yes. probably a good thing. Yeah. But what ends up happening is that, that the um, there, is, there, is ex- there is real expertise that is needed to operate these effectively and efficiently. Mm-hmm. In, in Jasper County and in Newton County, in this area of where we live, right, that that knowledge just doesn't exist. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't exist having, so having right steps, be a partner and being willing to operate centers in this area. And the next one being Rensselaer is the thing that makes us confident from Megan and our, my perspective that we can go out and then have the conversations with employers, potential supporters saying, Hey, we are doing this in a different way. Our model Mm -hmm. is different. And by the way, it is, it's working in other places in this area already. They they bring, besides the 50 years of experience they have, they also bring the HR side. So they literally manage the employees. They are Right Steps employees. So pay and benefits that keep employees so there's not turnover. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if child care providers get paid like wait staff, I mean, in, in an unregulated situation where they're not, it's not worth their while. Yeah. It, it values the employee for what they're doing, which is educating a little human, and it's really important. The other piece to to what Right Steps has already been extremely valuable to us for is the funding portion. Mm. They have helped expose us to grant opportunities mm-hmm. and help us get those grants that we otherwise wouldn't have known about or wouldn't have had the knowledge to successfully secure those grants and so and and going forward too um will continue to help us do that they've been awesome and and they're they're with all of they're with us with appleseed they're with what is continues to happen in newton county they've passed on other opportunities with much larger organizations than anything we're doing here to do with what to do with what we're doing they believe in what we're doing yeah so that's the that's the that's the expertise side of yeah. things. The building side, we are in the we are continue to be in negotiations with a large local employer about a building within the city limits of Rensselaer. Architecture consultant um, put it: the building would be perfect for what we're doing. Um, so we hope to have some exciting news coming out of that. Hopefully, in the next month or two. What kind of building? Like, what do you need in terms of a building? What does that look like? One story office building that's not a hundred years old. Not a hundred years old, <laughs> right? That doesn't have it's called deferred uh, maintenance. Maintenance, yeah. 
it's things that children and the faculty and the teachers can say can get around easily right it's all yeah, very yeah. laid out very you know it's all outside parking outside yeah grass yep all place, those things place for a play space outside yep. um locations important too we yeah. don't want to be on some busy corner with a lot of traffic but yes. we want to be in a convenient area for employees parents to to get to yeah so the, the building's the second thing we we hope that we're looking forward to that having like i said having a nice good announcement about that and we're <laughs> really excited if, when we get to do that so then the third part of it is funding and you know there's the the funding of the renovating of the building right it's going to cost money to do that the other thing is that there's going to also be an operating deficit from this center as well and that's that's not a bad thing it's just the way it's the way it is the cost of care of a to provide high quality early childhood education in 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 Rensselaer in Jasper County or in Indiana it's all about the same it's about $14,000 per child per year we we are under no illusions that Jasper County families can afford that so what we end up doing is saying hey like how do, instead we're taking a different tact we're, this is not a I mean we're a for, we're a nonprofit organization right which means that we're, if there was a for profit model for this to work we'd already have it yeah. <laughs> yeah so it you know so it's it's we're taking the opposite tack to say like how do we how do we do this that every family in in Rensselaer or Jasper County and that wants to take advantage of this can can afford it and at the end of the day that means is this a, you know we are asking the community and you know Rensselaer or Jasper County that is this something we need and like Megan said earlier like the answer is yeah it is so it's like okay if the answer is yes if we all kind of collectively say it's a yes how do we fund it from our perspective as Appleseed our what we've been working on a lot for the last call it eight or nine months has been saying how do we how do we fund how do we fund fund this thing mm -hmm. that we know is going to have an operating loss every year and how do we fund the renovation cost of the building that we're hoping to you know put this thing in and, and we're getting traction on that yeah we we've had so many conversations with people, with individuals, with employers, with other groups in the area, government officials, just increasing the awareness around this, the what the what funds are going to be needed mm -hmm. to to successfully do this long term. And we've had great support. We've we've really been encouraged by the conversations we've had from from the people in the area that that are willing to step up and, and help make this work. I think that's the one of the values um, apple seeds brought to the community not not just the end game which is to actually have a building that has screaming happy children and and families that are are feeling successful in their work shrieks of joy shrieks of joy huh. but, i like um, that <laughs> they've opened the conversation of we live in this community how do we want it to be how do we want to build our community we're the ones that do that and that includes everyone. And, and rural communities don't have lots of buckets of money. We are predominantly, I mean, we're not like 98% white. I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah. There's just no other buckets of money here. So we have some philanthropic dollars, some business dollars, and then we have public funds. It's opening that conversation of what do our what do our public funds support and when when the will of the people is these things are important and taking care of our workforce and all the other things but also you've had a couple of wins i would say um, on a state level even there are other rural communities having the same conversation that we're having um, other community foundations that are helping their counties and we've seen the family um, voucher reimbursement rates increase in newton county specifically 
because of the new center open and, and being able to call those audit processes to happen immediately so that more dollars can get and help subsidize those families that can't afford this outright so that it is available to everyone. Like that's not happening other places. And so calling that out that our children in rural areas are being valued as worth less than urban children. There's literally a dollar amount attached. It right? is. Like, there the reason is. It's, it's not fair. No. Yeah. And not right. And to be able to open that conversation with kids in Indiana are all valuable at the same level. And so the, the way those dollars get handed out handicap significantly rural areas from doing anything. Well, we all pay taxes, right? We all, uh, yes, right? We, we all pay taxes into the same pool that these yes, monies are, do. right? That they come yes, out of. The benefits should be the same. It's almost as if the state incentivizes young families to live in certain parts of the state, right? Yes, you're right. Whether or not that's the intention, that's right. effectively what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Right? And I Absolutely. mean, you, sometimes you just have to say what it is. And I, I, yeah. I'm willing to say I, I don't think any of those people realize that's what they're doing. No. One thing that we are doing is we are advocating for you know rural child care as a whole, but then right, real specifically, and tying it in very tightly for what we're, is, is what we do is what we're doing here in Jasper County with Appleseed, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the actual bringing it back to like the projects that we want to do here. You know, Bree mentioned this, alluded to this earlier is, is you know, we've had many conversations with, with effectively what would be called state leadership in the early childhood education space, whether that's from, the, from a bureaucratic perspective or from, uh, you know, nonprofits and other thought leaders that would be in this space. And, and one thing that we've realized is the model that we're using here isn't being used anywhere else. And people get really excited about what we're doing here because of how we're partnering with all of the piece, all of the people and all of the organizations locally and coming together and saying, Hey, like, how do we, how do we solve this problem? So we're not all doing the same thing in five years. Like, how do we solve this for 30? Right. And, and saying, okay, well, we need, we need these things, right? This is the kind of things we need instead of us. Instead of us saying like, I mean, if we really wanted to, we Appleseed could have opened the center in Rensselaer last year. We we really could have. It also would have closed within about three months, right? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it would and, and COVID, right? No, There's this absolutely. <laughs> COVID pandemic sweeping through a center. We could have opened a center last year, right? And it also then would have closed, right? And that isn't worth any of. That's not worth it. It's worth it, I think, to have this model and have have this thing and and put this infrastructure around it correct on the on the front end. So then, when all of our kids move to move back to Rensselaer, move back to Jasper County, that like like that their kids, if they choose to, can go to the thing that we're creating now. It's a sustainable model that that when we get this up and going here can be recreated in other parts of the county and other areas beyond the county. From a strategic perspective, this is not the only thing that we're going to do as Appleseed, right? We want to, we, there's a greater need in DeMott and Wheatfield in the northern part of Jasper County than there yes. is in Rensselaer. There's more kids. There's no licensed high quality ECE centers in the northern half of Jasper County. The, we we know that what we're doing in Rensselaer here is we view it as effectively proof of concept of our model, but we also don't view it as the only thing that we want to do as an organization. You know, you know we want to go to other places and say, 
okay, we have the model, we have the operator, we can figure out that we have a really good handle on how we do the funding and then go to, you know, go to other, other towns and other, other rural places and say like, do y'all buy in on the funding side? Yeah. Right. And how do we do that? And, and like what, but that's a different conversation. Like that's an awesome conversation to have. And then, and you know, because then when, ah, I'm getting off on tangent, but like, <laughs> oh. you know, like, like at the end of the day, like we, this is not like us just doing something in Rensselaer and saying, well, cool, we're done. Yeah. This is something that we think it needs to be done other places. We have Megan and I, we've had conversations with, with people and employers in, in DeMott and Wheatfield and Northern half the County. And it's like, hurry up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's a, that's good, right? That's a good thing. There is a dis- dichotomy between the northern half of the county and Rensselaer and Remington, right? Like that we're all our individual communities. I think you mean 900 north. The issues are the same. They don't, I mean, like county lines don't matter, right? But also within a county, like individual community, the problems are all the same for, and, for the vast majority of And it. you have so many people that live in DeMott and work in Rensselaer or live in Rensselaer and work in DeMott. I mean, it. Yeah, we're we're all in the same problem here together. Well, or go to go to church, right? In one place or the other, we're not all as different as we kind of think we are. Sometimes, you know. Hopefully, I'm. I look forward. I look forward to us being able to bridge that. Jasper Newton Foundation was able to get a hundred thousand dollar implementation grant through Lilly Endowment for each one of the counties that we serve, and the decision in Jasper County was to support early childhood education and kind of the sustaining of what's currently available, but also giving Appleseed some seed funds to get started. So um, we gave Appleseed, granted them $40,000 to to get some site studies and feasibility studies and just how this is going to work and, and help kind of bridge that partnership with Right Steps. We gave $60,000 to Growing Patch Learning Center to help them improve um, employee retention and professional development marketing to get new families on board and to purchase curriculum to help them stay on those paths to quality levels that improve reimbursement rates for vouchers and also just improves the the quality experience for families and children that are at the center. So it's those dollars are being tracked. We're gathering information on every six months and that's getting reported. So Jasper Newton Foundation and Appleseed really are and, and growing patch for that matter, great great partners in reporting back to those state entities that make decisions about how, for example, American Rescue Act funds are spent and how and how those can be spent in an effective way to build network and build infrastructure so all families have access. So what we're doing it was being shared. We're collecting data and sharing it with the powers that be, if you want to call them, because I do think we're doing something unique here. Any other conversations I have with my cohorts in other rural communities, they're waiting for churches to start a daycare or waiting for a school to have some before after school program and kind of overloading a system that's already already maxed out. Appleseed by finding the partnership with Right Steps and Right Steps commitment to being the back office, essentially Mm -hmm. the admin for these centers means we hire the people who are great with kids and ready to go. And then they just. They do their they thing. They just do their thing all day. Yeah. And yeah. The, the admin's handled by someone else tracking of, of if people are meeting policy, procedure, legal requirements of a center are all handled by someone who knows what they're doing. That's not left up to a group of parents who have to figure out how to read a, a manual that's three inches thick. I feel like this is the beginning of, of not just something we're building in Jasper County, but the beginning of helping rural Indiana get what they need to have. So we can continue to live in a rural space 
I don't want to move from here. I want to live here. On, I'm like on purpose, right? I'm not. I don't want to move somewhere to have more things. I just want to have the things here. Well, only the good things, right? The good. Well, the best things, right? Yes, and right. The, the best yes, things. Yeah, the best things. We're not where we are without JNF support on the front end. Here, it was effectively, you know, it was the seed money. It was the beginning that that allowed us as an organization. <laughs> Everything costs money, even in the nonprofit space, right? In order to do the things that you know we have up to this point, having that seed money to get us off the ground and, and to have a social media presence that then over time, over the last year plus has, I think, changed the way that we all think about early childhood education in Jasper County and the need for it. You know, to be able to hire expertise and consultants in the real estate space or in the architecture space to, to actually have a real coherent plan to execute and we wouldn't be here with actually we may but it just would have been one massive problem to even get it off the ground it's the, it's the starting st- the startup of, of a nonprofit is it's daunting yeah there are plenty of people particularly older people in the demographics right who think we're just talking about like playtime yeah. when we are but that's because that's how children learn right when when you're under a certain age, learning is interaction and engagement, not math and English, right? Right. So like, that's, that's what learning is when you're little. You engage people. You engage their little brains and then help them. You, you continue to do that, right? And yes. so not everyone understands that. And, and even from more than that, too, but it, it's just the development milestones from learning how to eat solid foods to drinking out of a sippy cup to using mm-hmm. a fork to... I mean, those are all things that as a first time parent, like I was completely clueless on. And it was honestly our, you know, having our infant at the youth center, the the families of JCYC, where I learned some of those things for, because I didn't know what I was doing. So, I mean, it was, we just kind of laugh about how, you know, the first time we gave Kinsey a fork, she she knew exactly what to do with it because she'd been using it for two months at the (laughs) the infant room. So it's, um, it's just amazing, you know. That, that's their specialty. That's what they do, yeah. in in high quality centers. And you know, from coming home with artwork as as an infant, you know, with the finger painting they've done, to learning these developmental sitting up tummy time. I mean, it, it's just so much more than just a babysitter. Yeah, absolutely. So our our son, um, who's six now, when he was he was about eighteen months. Carly was working on her book. And I was farming and we needed, we need some help. And so we were like, okay, well, what do we do? So we went down the whole path of everything. And, and this was five years ago. And I had all of this, I had sending your kid to daycare is what poor people do, right? That's what people that don't have any other support staff, like support around them. That's what they do because they have to. The idea of high quality you see existed or could, and existed in Rensselaer, right? I didn't know it. And it took about two weeks to then realize that our son was thriving in a place. All of my preconceived notions were wrong. You know, our son thrived at families of JCYC and, and had wonderful teachers and wonderful, wonderful teachers, wonderful assistants. It was a wonderful, happy environment and, and like made friends as a two-year-old, right? Like at a three-year-old. And I was like, what is, this is awesome. And it yeah. was awesome. And what we want to do with Appleseed is is the same sort of thing is like this stuff education 90% of brain development happens before the age of five all we want to do is from Appleseed's perspective is is give an alternative for families to say like I'm interested in that for my child it's not babysitting working working a job and having a family and kids is a lot it's a lot of work already 
raising humans is a lot of work already. And then you're volunteering now with a nonprofit that's actually doing work. I would, I would say Appleseed is not one of those um, rubber stamp uh, board appointments of, oh, those numbers look good. I'll see you guys next month, okay? Mm-hmm. And you guys are doing some real big work and early childhood education is obviously important. So why, this is a lot of work, Megan. So why, why do you care? As the time goes on, I'm, I'm just realizing more and more how important it is. Mm. So my oldest um, just started kindergarten. So we're, I feel like we're just, we're just starting to get into some of the things in the, in the community for kids and, and maybe also realizing where there are holes mm-hmm. and, and, and how many kids may not have the exposure to some of the opportunities. Yeah. And, and so I think I'm just, I personally have become more aware of, of the issue, the lack of, of what we have in the childcare space and, and how many kids are not ready for kindergarten, like you said earlier. So, so I think maybe before I was just a little more naive around it and, and now I'm, um, or maybe ignorant around the, the, the topic and now I'm just more aware of how severe some of these issues are in the county so it's just something that that I think is just so critically important for not only for my kids but for the other kids that that my kids are friends with and that are going to grow up with Mm -hmm. and and that are going to to be in this community and and so I think I I just have become so aware of the need Mm -hmm. that that it's you have to do something yeah I I'm I'm ready to, to step up and help help do something about it love where you live right we all decide to live here and this is a problem that can be solved well, thank you. Yes, thank we you. Appreciate you guys chatting with us. And if someone's listening and they want to know more about Appleseed, where do they go? First off, we have a fairly substantial presence on social media, specifically Facebook and Instagram, Appleseed Childhood Education. Uh, and we also have a website, appleseedchildhoodeducation.org. And if also, if anybody would like to donate, we also have a fund set up at the Jasper Newton Foundation. And there is a link to donate on, on our website that will direct you to the correct fund at the Jasper Newton Foundation. You know, we are a volunteer board, right? Things do cost money though, even getting to this point. And, and so any, in any amount, whether, you know, $5 helps, $500,000 helps more, but <laughs> five, $5 helps, right? $10 helps in all seriousness. Like that helps just as much as the big one. I continue to be floored that people believe in us and what we're doing without a project yet. I still don't know what to say to people when, when I get the list of updated donor, donors to, to Appleseed. It's, I always get floored about the, the people in this place that care about this place and then also are willing to give their hard-earned money to us mm-hmm. on a belief that we are going to execute. It's awesome. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. For more information on today's topic, check out the show notes below or email us at rootsandgraffiti at jaspercountyin.com.